Thank you so much. What a wonderful presence of the Lord. The praise team led us into his presence today. And I am so grateful to be here with my brothers and my sisters, moms, mentors, caretakers. Um, we don't just celebrate motherhood around here. We think every woman has mothering instincts. And we just celebrate everybody. So uh, I see there's plenty gifts up here today. And all you ladies are going to get one. So just because you're a lady, you're special. Married, unmarried, mother, or not a mother. So you're going to get your gift. Um, you can be seated. I found uh, some questions that were asked why God made moms. And they, these questions were asked to second graders. And they had some very insightful answers to these questions. Why did God make mothers? One of the answers was, she is the only one who knows where the scotch tape is. <laughs> we understand that, don't we? What ingredients are mothers made of? God makes mothers out of clouds and angel hair and everything else nice in the world and one dab of mean. I hope that was my girls that wrote something like that. <laughs> what kind of little girl was your mom? I don't know because I wasn't there. But I would guess she was probably pretty bossy. <laughs> what did mom need to know about your dad before she married him? Does he make at least $800 a year? That would be nice if they worked, huh? And did he say no to drugs and yes to chores? <laughs> Very insightful. Why did your mom marry your dad? My dad makes the best spaghetti, and my mom eats a lot. <laughs> couple of more. These are so cute. What's the difference between moms and dads? Well, moms work at work and work at home, and dads just go to work. Okay, what does your mom do in her spare time? How many of you think you know what they do? Mothers don't have spare time. <laughs> we understand that. That is too cute. I love humor because I think every home needs a great dose of humor. Husbands and wives, keep humor going with your children. Laugh about the silliest things. Just 
um, when they do funny things, remember it. Talk about it. My husband and I often talk about silly things that our girls did. And uh, with Lori one time, uh, she was very young and she was very tired. And she had gotten to the point where she, she wasn't very cooperative. And her dad was trying to be sensible and serious and and she said, he'd say, now, Lori, don't do that, you know. And she said, I'm not, Lori, I bit bird. And then he, he tried that for a little bit, and then he said, okay, well, then he'd go the big bird route. He said, okay, big bird, don't do that. And she said, I'm not big bird, I'm Lori. <laughs> so we have laughed continuously. Through the years, we have laughed about that. And um, there were some things that, that I can't share that Carla did or said. <laughs> but it was, it was to do with her daddy taking care of an animal so they couldn't reproduce. And, and Carla was um, aware that something was going to be snipped. And she just, oh, my goodness, she was so interested in that. <laughs> and we laugh, laugh, laugh. And Jaden, yeah, we have laughed about Jaden. Because Jaden had an alligator. I will not tell you what that alligator ate, but some of you remember. <laughs> it had to be desanitized, I assure you. He's over here holding his head down. He's embarrassed now. <laughs> but I loved being a mother. It was, um, I had quite a few miscarriages before I became a mother. And we were married 10 years when Carla was born. And what a great occasion. Uh, I remembered mothers griping about toys and the floor and this and that and, you know, no time of their own. And I would just think to myself, oh, if I just had toys in my floor and I was exhausted from being up all night with a baby. And then one day it finally happened. So I feel it a great, great honor and privilege to be, have become a mother. And I thank you today. If you are a mother or if you've helped rear children or um, mentor children, if you're a Sunday school teacher, these are great ladies in our life and there are Sunday school teachers that are men but most of the time uh, it takes um, a lot of women on the staff of Sunday school to have a great Sunday school but today I want to talk to you about mothers boots on the ground the foot soldier militia in doing some research recently I discovered that my direct descendant, Benjamin Rathbun, Rathbun is my maiden name, served in the American Revolutionary War. Isn't that amazing that you can find these things out nowadays? I found a document on Fold 3, which is uh, a military website, and it had his name on it in a file of those who served in the Connecticut militia known as Chapman's Regiment of Foot. He was a foot soldier. 
a boots-on-the-ground soldier who had joined forces of other soldiers to fight for a cause bigger than himself. A dream of liberty and freedom from tyrannical England. Not just for himself, but for his posterity. Many soldiers marched without shoes or enough clothing to keep them warm in the harsh New England winter. There was never enough to eat. Too many became sick. Too many died. But they kept marching because they believed they could make a difference. No sacrifice was too great. No battle too hard. Most of the militia had no formal training in this type of warfare. But that didn't stop them. They were confident and they were willing to make the ultimate sacrifice to win. And when they did, I honor my fifth great-grandfather, Benjamin Rathbun, known only as a foot soldier in the American Revolutionary War. Today, I want to honor some more boots-on-the-ground foot soldiers. Our mothers, grandmothers, aunts, sisters, and wives who have made a difference in each of us individually, and they have made a difference in the world that they live in, especially here in Life Church Tyler. Life Church wants to honor each of you today for the nurturing role you are fulfilling as a godly, praying, giving, and sacrificing lady of God. Thank you, thank you, thank you for your part in making this a loving, caring, and healing refuge for people of all color and class. Let's clap our hands. You are a beautiful representation of the fruit of God's spirit. As godly Christian mothers and mentors, you serve your family with God's love, God's joy, God's peace, God's patience, most of the time, God's kindness, God's goodness, God's faithfulness, and God's gentleness. There is just nothing like the gentleness of a mother. Just as the foot soldier in the American Revolution believed that his sacrifice was for a cause greater than himself, you also, as a mother or caregiver, proceed through your relentless daily task of caring for your tribe and often helping others take care of theirs, many times even neglecting yourself so that these little people are given a sense of self-worth, identity, and dignity. And then they grow up to impact society by their godly character 
and influence. It's what we do as mothers and mentors. If there's a job to be done, we are here to get it done. We realize that we won't get a lot of praise and accolades in this life, but that doesn't deter us from forging ahead to accomplish our God-given calling as mothers and mentors of those precious little people who grow up to be precious big people. Why are we so persistent in building a strong, secure foundation of godly truths for our children? Because we understand that our children have entered a world of chaos where twisted minds are trying to morph these little people into little robots of a godless society where the Bible has been scorned as outdated, too out of touch for modern society with its teaching of absolutes and reaping the consequences of our choices and our actions. As mothers and mentors of these little people, we have been challenged by our modern chaotic world and we've been challenged by God to become the very best mother, caregiver, and mentor that we can be individually and collectively. Not to self-righteousness, exploiting our gifts and talents, but that the light of Jesus Christ can shine brightly through us to bring our Father glory. And then we go on to challenge our children to rise up to the fulfilling of their God-given purpose in light of truth and principles of the Word of God. It is a daunting task that we must face every day with courage and with faith. Ladies, I'm reminding us today, this Mother's Day, of our importance as the keeper of the home. A position clearly defined in Titus 2, 3 through 5, stating that it is our feminine responsibility to guard our dwelling. This guarding can only be achieved through the wisdom of our God, by Jesus giving us insight into the needs of our children individually. Our children will first learn about a loving, caring, merciful God because of a loving, caring, merciful mother who is constantly seeking God's favor and God's guidance over her home. The weakest link of society is not our government, our school system, or our church. But the weakest link of society is in our homes. Where too many mothers are neglecting to take their individual responsibility to be that 
solid rock influencer that doesn't shift or cave under the pressure of a godless society. So often we find ourselves questioning our worth as godly mothers and mentors. Is this because the so-called smart people of our liberal society have influenced the belief that Christian mothers who live by the principles of the Bible are a threat to the advancement of modern society? It is a lie. We have an enemy that would like to undermine your godly influence in your home. But today, may you be reminded that there is a cause greater than yourself. You are fighting for your family. There is a spiritual war going on around us where the enemy is snatching our children's minds and entangling them into its godless society. Let us not become weary in well-doing because we are given a promise that someday we will reap our labor of love. We will win this war for their souls with God's help and God's wisdom if we remain faithful to his word. It's not a time to quit, but it's a time to pray and to fast for our children, for our neighbors, for our world. It's time for the enemy to know that we are still boots on the ground, foot soldiers, and that we are involved and determined to keep fighting until we draw our last breath. We are fighting to win this spiritual war for the sake of our children and our children's children. So, ladies of God, foot soldier militia, put your boots on the ground and keep marching. God bless you today. Okay, do we have someone that's going to take care of the flowers? Have, has anybody, Brother Nick, is that? Okay, um, all, all the ladies stand up.